Walter Life with Brent and Jeff. To kick off the night, this is The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Thanks for tuning in. We're here till 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Two hours of complete and utter good times. <laughs> you made it sound like it's going to be something so negative. Like, utter goodness. <laughs> Pleasantries. <laughs> Pleasantries. <laughs> and other types of symmetries. No, that's not right. But um, <laughs> definitely not symmetrical. <laughs> We're continuing seen, on, introducing you to Jesus, the man, the myth, the legend, the myth. Remove the myth part. He's the he's the, he is legend. They made a movie about him with Will Smith. <laughs> um, but uh, we're talking tonight about Jesus's meekness. The meekness ain't weakness. That's the title of our show. Uh, Brent so cleverly thought of. Yeah. And um, you you know we should make shirts that say meekness ain't weakness because meekness yeah. isn't a word that we use that often. And if we do, it's got like a negative connotation to it. I so think it makes I think, me think of a little sheep. It's like, <laughs> I think that shirt should have a picture of Mr. T <laughs> saying, Make this ain't weakness, fool. <laughs> it's That's like Mr. T say. with his arm around Jesus, and they're both like thumbs or, up. Or Chuck Norris. <laughs> or Chuck Norris. That does seem like a Chuck Norris thing. Yeah. Jesus and Chuck Norris with their thumbs up. Meekness ain't weakness. <laughs> Just ask Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, man. Whoa. We got some, I mean, there's tons of scriptures that we'll be hitting on tonight. You know, we try not to get too bogged down with, like, reading chapter by chapter, but we definitely want to keep it focused and use the Word of God, which is the only truth um, that you can find in the world today, to, you know, bring us back to the center. And we're, you know, we've talked a couple different things about Jesus' character. Tonight we're talking about his humility, his meekness. Some people say that meekness is power under control or something like that. Um definitely true we're going to be continuing on the next couple weeks picking apart little bits of jesus's character it's giving you a nice little reintroduction so stay tuned and jesus is our classic prime example of uh, somebody who can be meek at the same time not being weak so thank you for listening to us brent and jeff on the altar life thank you yes (laughs) you're welcome um talking about jesus talking about humility um it's amazing how this culture that we live in doesn't know anything about being humble. In fact, um, the louder and the more in your face you are, um, the better off that you think people think you're going to be. And that is not true. Not true at all. Jesus was the prime example of it. He had all the power, but he didn't strut his stuff. He was humble. Since we don't use the word meek that often, we went to dictionary.com for an official definition, you know, a worldly definition, not not spiritual but we'll be talking about it in both senses definition number one uh humbly patient or docile as under provocation from others docile makes him sound like a a domesticated animal (laughs) yeah that's i don't like is he docile (laughs) gentle and kind that's That's good good. that's that was definitely three (laughs) that's good (laughs) um but i like this one um definition it has on here says the feeling of patient or submissive humbleness. Submissive humbleness. I like that. It's just more like, you know, not in your face, not having to defend yourself, um, but just being submissively humble in a situation. Yeah, it's like you're in, it's not that you're being humbled by someone, it's like you have the choice. That's kind of that power under control. I think that's where that idea comes from. It's like you have the choice and you, you choose to be humble, not like someone's making you feel real bad about yourself. And a lot of times we think of humble in a negative sense, like, oh, he's so humble. 
you know, you're meaning like someone's putting you down or something like, oh, you've been humbled or and you're like, oh, yeah. I got, you know, egg on my face or something. <laughs> I don't know where that phrase ever came from. Like when someone's, oh, you got egg on your face, but... But yeah, like uh, when they trash talk you on the basketball court and say, like, they ate you for lunch or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you just got humbled. <laughs> you just got served That's with not eggs good. on your face. Yeah. And hash browns. Mm. <laughs> hash browns. <laughs> Love hash browns. In biscuit form and diced up hash browns. I like them both ways. Mm. That's free information for all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hash browns are just glorified tater tots. <laughs> That's true. Tater tots. That's an unbelievable segment right there. Mm. Anyway. Um, Jesus Christ is humility. He is meekness. And to look at different stories in the Bible, different verses, is really how we get a sense of how we're supposed to live. You know, there are verses where it talks about Jesus' example. Philippians 2, we'll talk about it a little bit later on, about how we should be like Christ because he was humble. Um, you know, there's different... I'm just thinking of the the different times in the Bible where people are trying to force Jesus into, you know, making a scene. You know, with the devil tempting him, like, you know, stand up and make yourself known, jump off the temple and all that stuff, trying to get him to be prideful. You know, there's the the lust of the flesh, lust of that, and the pride of life. And pride is something that is such a temptation for everybody, for myself included. I mean, check it out. Pride. The altar life with Brent and Jeff, I could get really prideful with that. Luckily, the show's not that great, so there's nothing to be prideful in. <laughs> I'm, <just kidding. laughs> I'm humbled by yeah. it. <laughs> just kidding. It's yeah. fun. It is. It's we. It's fun. But, you know, Jesus, even when you look at the start of his life, you know, being born and being his manger being an animal's trough. I mean, he was the king coming to save the world. And um, he had humble beginnings, you could say. And we're going to keep talking about some, you know, things that the word says about Jesus being humble. Um, you know, starting with his birth in a main you know in a, in an inn there was no room in the inn so they had to hang out in the you know in the um where the animals stayed I don't, yeah. i'm not thinking of the word right now but he the um nativity the, the stable the stable there you go that's the word i was looking for yeah at least it was a stable environment um <laughs> brent was unable to think of the word stable oh it rhymed <laughs> um but you know as you go through as, as he, the king of the universe you know G, uh, god in human flesh um he could have lived his life completely differently and having the humble beginnings of a carpenter um, in not a rich family um, being raised up to uh, you know as and then he has, enters his public ministry you know and there's so many examples of as Jeff was alluding to of different times where we just see the humility of Jesus being displayed um, and one one example I was thinking of was, um, just when he was at the end of his life and he was about ready to be crucified, which is the ultimate of being humbled, but um, sitting with his disciples at the Last Supper and how he gets down and he does the act of a servant and um, washes the disciples' feet. And, um, you know, and then you have the contrast of Peter who, like, stands up and he's like, you know, you won't do that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to let you, God, you know. <laughs> this holy pride that he's got, you know. There's no way you're touching He's me. He's priding himself on his humility, yeah. which a lot of us do. Like, yeah, I'm more humble than you are. Yeah. I'm a million times as humble as thou art, fool. <laughs> yeah. Jesus is like, you know, if you, if you don't let me do this, you're not going to have any part of me. Whoa, whoa, okay. All right. <laughs> Watch everything then. <laughs> um, I stank. Yeah. We love, we love Peter, don't we? Um, yeah. He is like us. But... I mean, the ultimate he, people, sh- we should have been washing, you know, we, the disciples should have been washing Jesus's feet, you know, and it was the other way around. It just proves, you know, another example of his humility um, in his life. Yeah. And, and the fact that the disciples were 
given the authority of the kingdom. It's like Jesus is setting them up. Even though you're going to have all the power, this is where you start in humility. This is a good topic. We're just getting into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a having an hour for it. I'm having a good time this evening with this topic and realizing how unho- um, unholy and unhumble and unmeek that I am. Yeah. Um, you know, comparing. You know, whenever you do this and you look at Jesus and then you look at yourself and it's like, oh my gosh, this is like completely <laughs> off. Um, That's what this show is about, us being real and honest and <laughs> looking at the word, we are being humbled by the second <laughs> to see what Jesus is like and how different, how much of a contrast it is to how we live our lives. How many of y'all know people who are, um, you know, stuck on themselves? You know, the Pharisees, um, you know... People that are stuck on themselves really grind me for some reason. Like, <laughs> they really get on my nerves. Like, I can't tolerate people who think they're cooler than they are. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> it's my job to humble those people. I think it's because I'm like that. So, I, you know, it just grates on the extra even I'm more. I'm the humiliator. But, it's my um, job. You know, Jesus had to hang around with these Pharisees, you know, all the time. And the Pharisees would follow him around and try to provoke him to, you know do something stupid and to be prideful and um the pharisees um their pride was being hurt every day by jesus i mean they look at this guy who's humble who's loving who's healing people who's doing amazing things and um they're looking at themselves who are supposed to be the holy ones the the most amazing religious people in the in the land and you know they're being their pride's being hurt yeah um and but jesus you know jesus um not not playing their game, you know, always just stayed humble, stayed true, um, stayed meek, and um, to, the, to, the, to the cross. I mean, because so, that, cool. whole, that whole, their whole slant was priding themselves on their, rel- their religious attitude, like their traditions. That was the, that's what they prided themselves on, was look at what we do. We're, we're the Jewish people, you know, we've lasted, and, you know, that's fine, but that was their whole reason for living. And then here along comes Jesus, Mr. Humble. Who he's like, yeah, I'm God, but don't tell anybody, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah, I can part the Red Sea and I can turn water into wine. I can do all that stuff, but you know, keep it on the DL. Yeah. It's totally opposite. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That was "I Give Up" by Stellar Cart. It's time for our unbelievable spot, as you heard. You yes. heard the special announcement that we played. And I bet you got really excited and you got quiet and you turned up your radio so you could hear us. Yeah. <laughs> no. You got your notepad so you could steal our material. No. Yeah, like it's worth stealing. I think the culture actually, like, you probably were quiet during the music. And since you started, you were going to hear talking, you probably just started talking. And yeah, now you're not even listening you're to not us. listening to us. So we could say anything. We're Chips. so conditioned to, like, not listen to the commercials, you know? <laughs> yeah, that when the so talking funny. comes on, it's like, eh. Just switch the stage. So anyway, I was saying, um, <laughs> listen, y'all, we got something really exciting to talk about. It's our unbelievable spot. So uh, where, where are we? What's going on? School's out for summer, to quote Alice Cooper. Um, you know, people go down the shore. That's and, right. And uh, for those of you who live in Jersey, you don't have to go that far to get to the shore, and you're lucky. Yeah. So um, what do we do when we go down the shore? One of the big things is the boardwalk. That's right that nighttime the smells in the air of funnel cake and overpriced funnel cake and lemonade which is basically just a half a lemon with water <laughs> yeah. and they just dump and sugar ice. in it <laughs> it's like a squeezed <laughs> lemon over ice cubes but boy is it good <laughs> but boy is it worth 650 boy i'll tell you where else can you get a pizza that's the size of your entire body than the boardwalk <laughs> 
in Jersey. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Saltwater taffies. Yeah, that stuff, it's like... What is it? Does anyone even, really know what it is? There's no salt water in it. <laughs> I know that. Yep. For yeah. a fact. Because if there was, you'd probably get really thirsty after you drink it. You just, have your, you just can't open your mouth because your teeth are sealed shut. They're like the bottom and the top teeth are like locked in place. It's like some kind of concrete filling that you do for brick houses. <laughs> but uh, and then but, you walk down this down a little bit further past all the gift shops you don't care about, which all sell the, sell the exact same T-shirt. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you find yourself at the arcade. Yeah, the arcade. It's not a place where we we go to as much anymore. I mean, back in the day, the arcade used to be the place where kids hung out and took their dates and stuff. But when you get on the shore, man. The arcade is where it's at. You spent, you know, nothing. There, there's no price that that you could not pay to get that amazing gorilla <laughs> that you must have that you the can't gorilla. even fit in your car on the right <laughs> on the way home. It's like sun, it's such a sun, sham. <laughs> it is. You so play funny. you play video games, right? And it spits out these tickets, and you're like, I've got like hundreds of these things. <laughs> I can't wait to get up there. I want to be able to get some really cool stuff. Yeah. You know, you walk up there with your 800 tickets. And you're like, oh, man, I guess I'll take that koosh ball. (laughs) (laughs) You get a handful of assorted super balls, (laughs) like sorted colors. There's marble. You get that one. I'll have that Superman tattoo. I guess that'll work. (laughs) Fake tattoo. I'm going to get the remote control car. Actually, you can get this uh, carabiner that says... New Jersey on it. <laughs> it's like, oh wow, that's that's, that's great. great. Since I live in New Jersey, <laughs> yeah, I, I really want that. It's so funny. Like, you spend like sixty dollars trying to get a ticket to buy something that you could easily buy. Go to CVS. Yeah, yeah like CVS <laughs> for like a dollar. <laughs> it's it's such a scam. But enjoy it, people. Go down yeah. the shore and have a great summer. I want to know who saves a hundred thousand tickets <laughs> to save up for the remote control car. Anyway, <laughs> I know. Anyway, we got to move from on. the altar life to you. Have a great summer. <laughs> There's some exhortation from the book of James that I'm going to impart to y'all. <laughs> I said exhortation and impart, and then I said y'all. What's that about? Um, On a little reading. We should, maybe we should yeah. snack. <laughs> Get your berets and your fine drinks and your... Never mind. <laughs> uh, James 3.13, if you have your Bibles, it says, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct... That his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. A lot of people have wisdom, but they're not meek about it. They're very prideful about their wisdom and all their knowledge. Uh, it says, but if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, which is what our entire world is about, self-seeking, envying what other people have, trying to get it for yourself, do not boast and lie against the truth. That's very important. This wisdom does not descend from above. But is earthly, sensual, demonic, for where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. That's a big warning there (laughs) for people who are looking to get for themselves. It says every evil thing, (laughs) every evil thing are there. Confusion, it's crazy. (laughs) Every one. Every single thing is is there among self-seeking. So check yourself before you wreck yourself. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. (laughs) Tonight's topic, meekness ain't weakness. That's true. Um, One thing I was thinking about uh, when we've been talking about this topic of humility and meekness, you know, Jeff read that whole thing about self-seeking. And um, one thing that was very obvious when Jesus's life was that he wasn't ever about himself. And he was God. Um, God as a man. Um, But there were many times where he said... um, it's not about me. It's about my father in heaven or the one who sent me, you know, who's always pointing 
to his father in heaven. Um, it was never about him. And um, that was what the Pharisees did wrong. They were, you know, ready to give their, you know, hundred tokens at the giving in front of everyone. Um, and they wanted the trumpets and the fanfare and look at us, we're giving money. Ah. Look at um, us, we have 800 tickets. <laughs> <laughs> the arcade. <laughs> um, but the poor little, you know, the little old lady who had her two mites, you know, who gave humbly um, and from her heart and wasn't self-seeking about it. Um, she was the one that was rewarded. And um, it's just, that's the comparison, you know, and it's a good barometer for us to live our lives by. You know, are we living our lives so that people can look at us and say, wow, look how great he is or look how great they are? Um, or are we living our lives um, humbly, kind of behind the scenes, just serving the Lord and hoping that our lives point to the Father in heaven? You yeah, know? because Jesus was the, like Brent said, nothing was about himself at all. I mean, the fact that he even came and humbled himself to be in this earth suit and sweat and suffer pain and suffer nausea and indigestion and all the things like that we suffer as human beings he didn't even do that so that he could get the glory say hey look what i did it's like he did it so that he could die on the cross for us and we get all the benefit for that and guess what he gets stuck in this terrible body for eternity because that's That's what he did to humble himself it's that's an example of what we should be doing um you know, and and the idea here is not that Jesus became a pushover. It's not like he's like, yeah, I'm right. just going to let people. It 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 says that he laid down his life for us. Like it says, no man takes it from me. It's not like he became like this little weakling. Like, oh, I'm really meek and I can't stand up to the Roman guards. He chose it like that submissively. What was that? The submissively humble. Yeah. That like it said in that definition. That or was the humble submissiveness. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Meekness ain't weakness, but guess what? Weakness ain't meekness either. <laughs> so, That's true. like, we're not saying be a wimp for Jesus. We're saying choose to submit, choose to be humble, and to take the take the Christ-like approach. As the altar life guys, um, hanging out with you every Saturday and Sunday night, um, it's our desire. You know, we have the slogan: music, truth, real. Period. And that real for us really, um, we desire to be to kind of live our lives out in front of you guys and um, who listen to us, you know, um, because we're all sinners. You know, we all have issues. We all have stuff going on in our lives. And, you know, we don't have a right to sit here and think that we're better than anybody. Um, and there's a lot of people in the world that would want you to think that they were better than you. Um, and, you know, as Christians, we should be we should be sharing our testimonies with each other. We should be, um, our lives should be pointing to Jesus and we should just be living our lives out in front of each other. Um, and so we hope that we're real with you guys. You know, we hope that we um, have that humble approach when we're on the microphone hanging out with you guys. And, um, you know, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> we're nearing the end of our show, but we've got a couple more things left. Yeah, we're. it's always hard for us to stop talking. So <laughs> why stop? <laughs> we're talking about humility and meekness. And, and in our last segment... Uh, I had referenced that weakness ain't meekness, neither. <laughs> Listen right. to that great English. Um, but <laughs> we're not talking about being a pushover for Christ. He doesn't ask us to be that at all. What Jesus set as an example was that he had all the power and he chose no, you know, to not seek for himself, not seek his own, but to seek for others and was willing to close his mouth if that was uh, the most beneficial thing to the situation. You know, like a land of the slaughter, he didn't open his mouth. Um, 
So we're not saying, uh, yeah, just be a pushover and, and do what everybody else is doing because that's what Jesus did. No, Jesus did not allow anything to happen without himself being in control of the situation. Because that one situation when he was in the temple and things were going crazy, I mean, he went crazy. I yeah. mean, he just he made it right. The just God came out and he spoke truth and he rid the, um, the temple of all the uh, money-hungry grubs. That were yeah, there. so, I mean, you see through his ministry that he did have the power. He got the power. Damn. And there were times where he told the enemy, like, get out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, get out, get away so, from me. Yeah, you know? a lot of times I think we think about Jesus as, like, this helpless victim who's getting punched and pummeled. And it's like, oh, no, you know, <laughs> like, he can't defend himself. It's like, no, actually, he let that happen. Like, that's the, the that's what's even more amazing about his love. If he just, like, got captured and was pummeled, we're, you know, it's, obviously he took the punishment for us and we love him for that. But the fact that he chose for it to happen and he allowed it to happen it actually takes more strength to be humble in those situations than it does to fight back I mean because if it was us and we had the power to stop it we would stop it who would would receive those punches you know without any notice or or warning and just be like I'm just going to let this happen I mean that's meekness Mm -hmm. that is all the power in the universe under control and not (laughs) you know no rage involved no sin involved that's the most amazing thing because when we get power you know you know, power causes sin in, in hu- when it's given to humans, I think. Yeah, in um, a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, like, it's it's easier Especially to when sin you realize when you, you have the power. Have the power. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's there's sin involved in that. So, uh, you know, it's important for us to, to look at Jesus. Yeah, and when... I just, I just thinking, you know, Jesus in his, as he, as he went to the cross, I mean, that was the prime example. Um, not speaking when... Um, he could have just, you know, he held his hands together as he was on the cross. You know, he took every blow, um, which is a great thing. Philippians 2, 5, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. Like Brent was talking about when he came on the scene, humble in a manger, no reputation. He was just Joe Schmo. We talked about that before as well. Taking the form of a bondservant. Um, the one washing the feet, coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death on the cross. But the next verse, Word. I love the next verse. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. He earned that place in heaven by being humble <laughs> for yeah. us. And it was all driven and it was all led by the, his love, amazing love for us. That's why he did it. That's why he humbled himself. That's why he is reaching out his hand to you this evening. So I guess that's all we have for this evening. Until next week. Be cool cats. Live for Christ. The Altar Life. Music, Music truth, truth, real, period. period.